Hello everyone and welcome to Music for a While. Let's have some music for a while. My name is Jay Nordlinger and I'm the music critic of the new Criterion. Did you hear the news out of Berlin? Not political. Well, sort of political. The Berlin State Ballet has cancelled the Nutcracker. Why? Well, because of the Chinese and Arab dances. They give offense, you see. No, they don't. Not unless you're really, really looking to take offense. These dances give delight and enchantment. They have done so for 130 years or so, and they'll do it for at least 130 more. Even if we can't see it danced, let's hear that Chinese dance. It's just a quickie. A small masterpiece, like lots of other sections of that score, which is a masterpiece overall. That was the Chinese dance from The Nutcracker by Tchaikovsky. The orchestra was the Academy of St. Martin in the Fields under Sir Neville Mariner. Once, in the early 70s, I believe, Rodion Chadrin, the Russian composer, was asked, What music are you prepared to listen to right now? He replied, The Nutcracker. I'm always prepared to listen to it. It is a masterpiece on every page. Darn tootin'. Let me read the opening of a review I wrote for the new Criterion's website. The Met has a hit on its hands with Eurydice, an opera by Matthew O'Coyne. It opened last night. Opened at the Metropolitan Opera, that is. It had its premiere in Los Angeles last year. Composers have been playing with the story of Orpheus and Eurydice since the beginning of time, almost. They play on. The libretto of the new opera is by Sarah Rule, who adapted it from a play of hers, also called Eurydice, 2003. She tells the ancient story from the point of view of the woman rather than the man, meaning Eurydice rather than Orpheus. O'Coin is an American born in 1990. From 2012 to 2014, he worked on the Met music staff. I suppose that's enough for now. Before I get to the new opera, would you like to be reminded of an old? Gluck wrote his Orpheus and Eurydice, Orfeo and Eurydice, in 1760 or so. It has a hit aria, big time. 
Que faro since Euridice? What will I do without Eurydice? I would not want to hear another singer more than I do Janet Baker, Dame Janet Baker. So...
the aria Che farò senza Euridice from the opera Orfeo and Euridice by Gluck. The singer, the mezzo-soprano, was Dame Janet Baker with the English Chamber Orchestra under Raymond Leopard. I have an old friend who worked for many years in the music business. Years ago, the subject of Janet Baker came up between us. You're a Janet, she said. I'm a Janet, too. How could one not be, really? Dame Janet Baker is one of the greatest singers who ever lived. But I will keep myself from waxing on by getting back to the new opera, Eurydice, by young Matthew O'Coin. I will read some more from my review. I will tell you how his score begins, I write, continuing. Orpheus and Eurydice are on the beach, you should know. The former is proposing marriage to the latter, coyly. The music is fluid and colorful. You hear a wash, a heaving wash. You might even think of the opening of Das Rheingold. What else do you hear? About O'Coin's score, I will generalize. It has a little motor which rarely pauses. I want to use the word glassian, as in Philip. Often the score is lulling. But there is plenty of sharp writing, angular writing, waking you up, too. In common with other contemporary American scores, there is lots of percussion, soft percussion. O'Coin deploys it well. Speaking of contemporary American scores, do you know that music that sounds like swarming insects? Buzzy, dizzying music, suggesting confusion or danger? You hear a lot of that in Eurydice, too. Elsewhere, the score is jazzy, lugubrious, funny, tenderly romantic, soaringly romantic, numinous, luminous. O'Coin can be complicated, brainy, but he also dares to be simple. And he is respectful of the words, one of those composers who love to marry words and music. All right, and that's enough reading. Let's do some listening to a slice of the opera sung by the title character. This is what it is to love an artist, Eurydice sings. The soprano is Aaron Morley. Thank you. 
An excerpt from Eurydice by Matthew O'Coin, sung by Aaron Morley, with the orchestra of the Metropolitan Opera, conducted by Yannick Nézé-Séguin. To say it once more, I'm Jay Nordlinger, music critic of the New Criterion, bringing you music for a while. If you'd like to subscribe to our podcast, you may do so via iTunes, Google Play, etc. If you'd like to write to me, the address is nordlinger at newcriterion.com. If you'd like to sponsor the show, please let us know. Not long ago, I did a podcast with an old friend of mine, Daniel Asia, an American composer who teaches at the University of Arizona. He is also the president of the American Culture and Ideas Initiative. Invaluable guy. He is doing his utmost to pass on classical music and high culture in general to posterity, a monumental task. Recently, Dan Asia published a collection of articles, Observations on Music, Culture, and Politics. That's the title. The foreword is written by my own bad self. Let's hear some of Dan's music. Maybe the last part of the last movement of his Symphony No. 2, called the Celebration Symphony. This movement in particular is called Hallelujah.
heard the last part of the final movement of Daniel Asia's Symphony No. 2. The Phoenix Symphony was conducted by James Sedaris. Hallelujah, as the movement heading says. A friend of mine sent me a video saying, you gotta listen to this. This is Ave Maria by Schubert, sung in a stairwell by a group of guys known as King's Return. The arrangement of the song is by Rob Dietz. Here are those singers in a stairwell. No. No, no, no. I'd rather keep going than just weekend. If it's a train wreck, we'll know. Oh, uh-huh. 
Ave Maria by Franz Schubert, arranged by Rob Dietz, sung by King's Return in the Sanctuary of a Stairwell. Great stuff. Thanks for joining me, my friends. As you've heard, Stephen Sondheim, the titan of Broadway, passed away at 91. There's nothing from his pen more amazing than a little priest, that ghoulish, diabolical, cleverissimo waltz from Sweeney Todd, the demon barber of Fleet Street. We'll hear Johnny Depp and Helena Bonham Carter from the movie version. God bless Stephen Sondheim. See you later. That's all very well, but what are we going to do about him? Later on when it's dark, we'll take it to some secret place and bury it. Oh, yeah. So we could do that. Don't suppose he's got any relatives gonna come poking me looking for him. Seems a downright shame. Shame. Seems an awful waste. Such a nice plump frame. What's his name has? Had. Has. Nor he can't be traced. Business needs a lift, debts to be erased. Think of it as thrift, as a gift, if you get my drift. Seems an awful waste. I mean, with the price of meat, what it is, when you get it, if you get it. Good, you got it. Hey, for instance, Mrs. Mooney and a pie shop. Business never better, using only pussy cats and toast. Now what pussy's good for maybe six or seven at the most. And I'm sure they can't compare as far as taste. Mrs. Lovett, what a charming notion. Well, Eminently practical, and yet appropriate wise. as always. Mrs. Lovett, how I've lived without you all these years, I'll never know. Think how about it. Lots of other gentlemen are soon becoming for a shame. How how rare. The sound of the world out there. What, Mr. Todd? What, Mr. Todd? What is that sound? Those crunching noises pervading the air. Yes, Mr. Todd. Yes, Mr. Todd. Yes, all around. It's man devouring man, my dear. Then who are we to deny it in here? These are desperate times, Mrs. Lovey. Desperate measures are called for. Here we are, hot out of the oven. What is that? It's priest. Have a little priest. Is it really good? Sir, it's too good, at least. Then again, they don't commit sins of the flesh. So it's pretty fresh. Awful lot of fat. Only where it's at. Haven't you got poet or something like that? Now you see the trouble with poet is how do you know it's deceased? Try the priest. Lawyer's rather nice. If it's for a price. Order something else so to follow since no one should swallow it twice. Anything that's lean? Well then, if you're British and loyal, you might enjoy Royal Marine. Anywhere it's clean, though it cause a taste of wherever it's been. Is that squire on the fire? Mer-
look closer, you'll notice it's grosser. Looks thicker, more like Vicar. No, it has to be grosser. It's green. The history of the world, my love. Save a lot of graves, do a lot of relatives' favours. Is those below serving those up above? Everybody shaves, so there should be plenty of flavours. How gratifying for once to know that those above will serve those down below. What is that? It's Fop, finest in the shop. Oh, we have some shepherds pie peppered with actual shepherd on top. And I just begun. Is the politician so oily? It's served with a dually of one. Put it on a bun, where you never know if it's going to run. Fry the fire, the fire. No, the clergy is really too coarse and too mealy. Ah, but always arrives overdone. I'll come again when you have judge on the menu. Have charity towards the world, my pet. Yes, yes, I know, my love. We'll take the customers that we can get. Highborn and my love. We'll not discriminate great from small. No, we'll serve anyone, we'll meaning serve anyone, anyone, and to anyone. anyone.